it's time to gather some bonus points. Rowdy, now, your turn. Before we start gathering the bonus points, if you want to listen to the bonus points segment, but maybe not the entire show, attach to it. Yeah, you know, they get a little long sometimes. A little uh, bit. Check out Lamer Gamers Bites on Apple Podcasts and iHeartRadio. <sighs> All right. Uh, we break up the show for you every Wednesday uh, and are actually starting to add some of the older content. So head over and subscribe and find out uh, and find some of the segments that, of the show that you might enjoy. Now, let's get to the bonus points. This segment is where we gather some bonus points outside of our own points of view uh, to give a more well-rounded approach to hot gaming topics. We ask all you lamers on Twitter, Facebook, and Discord... Uh, the following question. What are your thoughts on the price of the Xbox Series S and Xbox Series X? Now, one thing I wanted to bring up also for this is um, I, I wanted to bring up the, the how much some of the old consoles cost and then even go back as far as the late 70s to see how much consoles cost and then with inflation added to them. Um, so I, I put out a few tweets talking about prices. Um, and so for the last few generations, um, they've been, it's been fairly weird how things are priced. Like, uh, the original Xbox one was $500. That's with um, inflation, right? No, 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 no. That's how oh. much it cost at the time. Uh, uh, the, the, the last generation, I didn't include inflation. Okay. Um, so the Xbox One was originally five hundred dollars. The Xbox three sixty twenty gigabyte version was four hundred dollars. The PS four, when it originally came out, was four hundred dollars. So a hundred dollars less than the Xbox One. But now let's talk about the Xbox three sixty versus the PS three. Uh, the PS three sixty gigabyte version was six hundred dollars when it came out. Mm. Also, I, I found this out later. The 60 gigabyte version had HDMI, and the 20 gigabyte version only had AV cables. I didn't oh, know man. that to begin with. I remember those things. Did they? Did they have? They had just the yellow, right? Not the, not the full spectrum. Did they? It was. It was just uh, I yellow. What those called. It was just yellow, and then your uh, that was called component cables when it had the component, other ones. Yeah, um, I should know yeah, this. It just had the yellow for video, and then the red and white for audio. Uh, you remember awful. when your gaming was determined by the color of the cables you had? That was a good time. Oh, oh yeah. And then the the Wii U Deluxe, when it came out, was $350. Um, so now we're looking at some older consoles. Now, this is also all, I forgot to mention, this is also United States dollars. Um, this isn't British pound sterling. These or, are America bucks. It's not. Get it right. In, Indian rupees or anything like that. This is all uh, uh, United States dollars. So, gotcha. real quick, I'm going to say the year of the console, how much it cost at the time, and then inflation. So, for the Atari 2600, came out in 1977, it was $199. Inflation, $878. That's 1977. That is ridiculously Ouch. expensive. Um, the ColecoVision, 1982, uh, $175, inflation, 479 
that's that's not too bad, right? That's that's less than a Xbox Series X would be nowadays if you go by inflation. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So the original NES uh, was released in the United States in 1985. Hundred ninety nine dollars, four hundred eighty seven today's dollars. Uh, that one ninety nine price is on a lot. I remember that was a that was a hard one to break for a lot of people. Oh yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> two hundred dollars back then was kind of a lot. It was a lot, man. Yeah. Uh, so let's see the Sega Master System in nineteen eighty six, two hundred dollars. So I'm sure it was one hundred ninety nine. Uh, oh, yeah. Four hundred seventy one for inflation. The Sega Genesis in 1989 was $189, 403 for inflation. Now, now here we go. This Uh-oh. is where it gets a little ridiculous. The Neo Geo, in released in 1990, was $649, oh. with inflation, $1,315. Oh, now, no. I, again, after I put this out, I did a little more research on some of these consoles. The Neo Geo, the craziest part about it is that Neo Geo put out a lot of arcades, but they actually had this little memory card that you could put into the Neo Geo home console. Then if you go to the arcade, you could put that memory card in your arcade and play from where you left off. Then, But did you have to pay a quarter? Oh, yeah, yeah, you had to pay to play. Oh, that ain't right. Um, so then you could save on the memory card after that and then take it home and play on your console. Really weird design choice, but, I mean, kind of cool at the time, I guess you could say. Uh, whatever. So uh, next thing, let's see. The Super Nintendo, 1991, was $199, 382 for inflation. The 3DO, I forget who made the 3DO. Uh, um, Panasonic? Panasonic? That sounds about right. Okay. Uh came out in 1993 it was $699 inflation $1,265 man and they were trying to push 3d graphics at a time whenever like the best we really had was the fx chip oh full motion videos you fmv oh yeah yeah uh so then the original playstation uh was 290 oh 1995 uh, it was $299 when it came out, 513 for inflation. Nintendo 64 came out in 96, uh, $199, 333 for inflation. The PlayStation 2 came out in 2000, $299, 457 for inflation. The GameCube 2001 was $199, 293 for inflation. That thing was cheap. Now they use the GameCube and duct tape it together to make other Nintendo systems. Pretty much. Real facts. <laughs> uh, and then the last one I have listed was the original Xbox. It came out in 2001. It was $299. Uh, I don't know why. Oh, because it was a year apart. So the inflation for that is $441. I was wondering why the inflation for the PlayStation 2 and the Xbox was different, seeing as at the, at the time they came out, they were the same price. But they were a year apart. That's why the inflation's different. Um, but I got all of these from a website called inflationstation.net. Uh, if you want to check that out, um, there are way more consoles listed on there there's even some of the handhelds and stuff like that um it was it was it was ridiculous how much some of these cost man Ugh. i'm disappointed you didn't include jaguar 
because yeah, it was it I was do, on there, but I knew this was I knew this was going to get long winded, and I only had so many characters for each tweet, and I didn't want to make it super long. That console had so many buttons. I kind of want to do a price cost analysis on the amount it is worth per button. Nice. Yeah. Nerd. <laughs> so so, what are your actual thoughts? on these prices yourself does it make you want to want to get one does it make you adjust what you're going to be doing buying for this next gen like how does it affect you mr 5000 this makes me feel like uh spending upwards of 600 dollars on a new console doesn't make me feel all that bad anymore seeing as from the generation that was the dreamcast gamecube PlayStation 2 and Xbox, I have owned every single console from then on out, including the handhelds. Now, maybe not every version of said handheld or every version of the console, but I have owned every single console and handheld from about 2000 onwards. So the past 20 years, every console, I've owned it. So I've spent a lot of money on these things. Mm -hmm. And, you know, looking backwards at it, eh, I've six hundred dollars doesn't seem all that bad for a console. Now, granted, we don't know how much the PS Five is right now, which is the console I'm going to get. Um, but yeah, you know, five hundred, six hundred dollars for a console doesn't seem all that bad now. What if the PlayStation Five? Because it should be announced this Wednesday, and if it's not announced this Wednesday at that event, I'm sure people are going to come after Sony at this point. Yeah. Uh, what if they go higher than the Xbox Series X? What what would I mean, I'm sure you would still get it, right? You're Oh, no, I'm still getting it. Okay. But do you feel like it's worth it at that price compared to the Xbox Series X? Yes. So Ooh. here here's my reasoning behind that. Um this is going to be this is going to be controversial. But the Xbox Series S at $300 Here's some of the drawbacks to that. It only does 1440p. Now, that's not necessarily a drawback. The drawback is in your TVs. So, if you have a 4K TV, they are not meant to, uh, uh, I guess, play anything at 1440p. So, what they'll do is upscale from 1440p. So... I have actually seen upscale 1440p on my 4K TV, and honestly, it looks better at 1440p. Because um, I could do that on my, my computer. Now, to get the full... Uh, uh, to, to get the full 1440p out of the Xbox Series S, you basically need to plug this thing up to um, a, one, a 120 hertz... Or no, I'm sorry, a 144 hertz computer monitor. And that's how you're going to get uh, uh, the best out of it. Now, it's also been kind of um, marketed as a Game Pass console. Um, (laughs) And don't get me wrong. Game Pass is utterly amazing. But at the same time, how many blockbuster games are put on game pass each month like and when i say blockbuster i mean like the newer games the bigger games the exclusives 
if you look at a lot of the games that are on Game Pass and PlayStation Now as well, um, a lot of those games are older games that you know some of the companies are just trying to get a little more money out of by putting them on these um, subscription services, um, and then. I, I don't know. T to me, that's a drawback because you're still going to have to pay for the big third-party games that are coming out um, and the fact that the Series S only has a 512 gigabyte um, yes. hard drive, which I could fill that up in two seconds. So, yeah, especially with your fancy gigabit internet, right? Uh, oh, yeah. 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 Um, so the now the Xbox Series X for five hundred dollars is to me a better value due to it doing full four K. So everybody's got a four K TV now. Um, I actually looked up fourteen forty P TVs. There aren't any. Oh no! No, no nobody just, makes a fourteen forty P TV. Two K is pretty much just monitors, man. Um. So. Uh, the Series X would be better for the 4K TVs um, and the fact that it has a bigger hard drive. Um, so they have the same CPU for each one. Is that correct? Right. There's there's only... Okay, so the CPU is the same CPU on the Series X. It clocks in at, I want to say, 3.8 gigahertz. On the Series S, it's 3.6 gigahertz, which is not a huge difference. Uh, it's not really going to affect how the system feels. It's not going to really affect the frame rate so much. Okay, uh, so it's the, it's the GPU that's different in them. Okay, the GPU um, is massively different. It's a it's four teraflop GPU uh, with less RAM on the S, and then it's a twelve teraflop GPU with more RAM on the X. So, so the the series the series X to me is the better value. Now, for a parent of young children, obviously the Series S. Yeah. Um, now, and the reason why I would still go with the PlayStation, even if it cost more, is for exclusives. Because, to me, the PlayStation exclusives are absolutely amazing. Um, hell, I'm even going to get into Ratchet and Clank this time around, which I haven't played since good. the PS2 era. Um and the fact, what is it? The uh, now the hard drive is a little smaller in the PlayStation Five. It's eight hundred twenty-five gigabyte. Yeah, it's it's weird. It's like eight hundred twenty-five gigabyte, but they have focused more on load times than the actual speed of the console. I guess you could say. Um, and I guess just because I'm in the PlayStation uh, ecosystem and I love their exclusives and stuff like that. That's why I am still going to go with the PlayStation first. I mean, I, I, I'm probably going to end up getting a Series X later on. Um, but yeah, no, that's that, that's why I'm going with the PlayStation. I just I love their exclusives more, and 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 the fact that they focus more on the speed of that hard drive than anything um, to me. Because, dude, the uh, load times. For this last generation is still horrific. Oh man, <laughs> playing Outer Worlds Peril on Gorgon when there's a lot of backtracking to other planets was killing me. I, I kind of want to wait until the Xbox 
Series X is out because it's going to improve load times by seventy seven percent. Oh, and and the another thing about the Series S is that um, it won't play the optimized versions of the new games or so, the old games. Yeah, I mentioned in the news section it's going to play the one S versions of games, and then it will add HDR and it will bump up the frame rate and the resolution. So yeah. it uses that as the base, whereas the Xbox Series X can essentially use the Xbox One X base and bump it up. Because Xbox One X enhanced games are usually 4K already. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Well, uh, I gotta say, Rowdy, this pricing, I was gobsmacked, flabbergasted, and even made up a word, perplexified, that this happened. <laughs> Actually, I'm completely lying. I saw this coming a mile away. Uh, we've been talking about this for a while. We're seeing Microsoft use their consoles as a way to get people hooked on Game Pass, where their real revenue stream is nowadays. They've actually created an entire ecosystem with Game Pass between the system itself, PC, xCloud, all the old systems, that really is not close to anything else right now for 15 bucks a month. Okay. Uh, Game Pass has been like this insanely disruptive force in the industry, and with this price, it's going to be shaking up things even more, I think. I mean, if you, you look at what just happened in the PC market, NVIDIA, which got no love from Microsoft or Sony this gen, because if you look at Sony and Microsoft, they're both uh, AMD systems, right? Yep. So yep. what did they do? They dropped their next major graphics card, which is coming out in October, for four ninety nine, it's better than their twelve hundred dollar graphics card right now. Oh, yeah, it's oh, insane, yeah. and they're doing that to remain competitive, right? It's not necessarily that it's cheaper to make, I don't believe, but the way I see it right now, there there's two kind of groups or two kinds of uh, businesses you can really be in the industry right now. You can either be the disruptor in the gaming industry or you're the one being disrupted and that's kind of how it always is right and right now i'm curious to see if sony actually has anything left in them to change the game here or if they're going to fall in line behind microsoft so they don't shake things up too much because i think they have less wiggle room coming up in the future without a guaranteed revenue stream so, yeah they did they didn't focus very much on mm -hmm. playstation now like microsoft did with game pass and um, honestly, this Game Pass like domination really only happened in the last six months. Oh yeah, and and what's crazy is I've compared a lot of Game Pass and PlayStation Now, and honestly, there's a lot of the same games on there. I yeah. don't understand why PlayStation has not focused on that. Um, I know, God, it was was it even this year that we talked about the. Um, the shakeup that happened with Sony's uh, uh, executives. Um, when yeah, they switched a lot of people around right beforehand. Like Sean Layden, when he was with Sony and PlayStation, um, he was all about trying to push PlayStation Now. Um, and Sean Layden, man, he was, he was a force to be reckoned with at Sony. Um, and then when, God, his name is Jim Ryan, I think, came in... Um, him and Sean Layden apparently butted heads a lot to the point where Sean Layden quit. Um, yeah. Fired? I don't know. It was never 
never really out there. But Jim Ryan apparently wanted to focus more on hardware, which, as we all know, hardware is not where you make your money in no. these businesses. Um, Except for Nintendo. Well, true. So uh, <laughs> it's not it's not going to surprise me one bit if the Sony or if the PS5 comes out more expensive. It, it, not not one bit is it going to surprise me. But if it does come out at the same price, they're really going to have to push those games. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> and you know, speaking now, I, I left out Nintendo from this whole disruption, this uh, this whole conversation because. Ain't nobody disrupting Nintendo right now. These guys have no competition from Sony or Xbox, if you really look at it. They're the only hybrid console, and they're going to do what Nintendo is doing best right now. They're going to roll around in a pile of money all by themselves while the world is collapsing around them. But, Travis, there's no directs. <laughs> they just had a direct, finally. No, that wasn't uh, a real direct. No, that wasn't, that wasn't a real direct. That wasn't a real direct, Travis. Oh, I'm sorry. Nintendo, guys, I apologize. That, that's what they always say every time a direct is released is, oh, but that wasn't a real direct. Nintendo since 1889. Okay, but, you know, and I know some people are like, well, the X Cloud could be competition. I mean, I, I think it could be competition, but I don't think cloud gaming is there yet. And it's probably never going to be, to be honest. To be a direct competitor with a hybrid console not gonna happen okay all right so that's my thoughts on it well we reached out to all you lamers and this is what we got so rowdy i guess we'll hop back and forth uh on these and um i might add in where these folks are from off of the twitters if they have a podcast uh, along with it so all right man i'll uh, uh i guess i'll start it off man yeah uh, so with the first one we've got ocho duro parlay hour podcast uh, let's see they yes okay yes so they are a podcast you can find them on twitter at od parlay hour uh no major issue as long as everyone runs without or, or as long as everything runs without any problems yeah uh next up we have big ant live who is on youtube uh he says the xbox series s is the best console deal in games ever nearly every previous game playable and with better performance current games with a vastly improved or at scale performance for next gen and if you have game pass a whole bunch of games to play with great performance at three hundred dollars that to me is a big selling point personally is the rose tinted glasses mode of all these xbox systems i'm actually looking to try to find as many old xbox games that i can play and test out dude you need to find conquer i think it's called conquers live and reloaded it's basically Conker's Bad Fur Day, and then there was like an online aspect to it that was actually pretty fun. Nice. <laughs> uh, right, you hit let's up next? see. So our boys over at Regen E Racing, shout out to Dean. Yeah, Dean. Uh, they stated, uh, "I've become a bit tired with consoles. Um, it's got to be different enough." like the switch to warrant a purchase uh, the next gaming related purchase will be a new pc sorry xbox and playstation which i mean i understand but then yeah. back to the whole microsoft thing you build a new pc you could still get in on game pass with a pc it's true it's there man and your games yeah. cross save and if you have an old xbox hanging around you can still play on your xbox 
and then go play it on your PC with your new fancy Ampere NVIDIA $499 gift, uh, not gift card, uh, graphics card. <laughs> oh, so so real quick, uh, the whole NVIDIA thing, so there's the NVIDIA 3070 that's coming out, which yes. is a little bit better than the 2080, and I want to say it's like $300? Then you could get the 3080 Ti, which is double what, it could do double what a 2080 does, and it's cheaper than the, yeah. what is it, the 3080 Threadripper, whatever it is. Yeah. Now, there's also the 3090 coming out. That thing is $1,500. Yeah, it's insane. I mean, it's how much a regular graphics card is nowadays, right? That thing can put up 240 hertz, 8K. Um, I will not be getting that if I ever build a PC. Just saying. All right. Sorry. That was a side right. note. Oh, no. I, yeah. <laughs> Next up is Paranoid Android, who is at Voxel Hero on the Twitters. Uh, he also has some podcasts. Uh, says Series S is a fantastic price. Microsoft will sell tons at that price. Xbox Series X is also competitively priced with where I expect the PlayStation 5 to land. Agreed there. Oh, yeah. You want to hit up Mr. GNR Frank, who you can find on the Twitch and the Nearpod, uh, Farcast podcast. Yeah, yeah. Uh, pricing looks to be on point. Their stance on the uh, on the series uh, being faster than the PS5, though accurate, uh, seems like a weak selling point uh when they when they don't have the first party games to back it up in my opinion series s outsells series x this christmas i firmly believe that the series s will outsell the series x absolutely without a doubt um and as far as first party games like man they're really still trying to build all that up um and to me uh, i don't know it just seems kind of weird cuz they 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 bought all of these um, companies so they're now going to be first party games basically because they bought them whereas Sony's already been working on it for years so it's, it's going to be a while before Microsoft gets those first party games I mean I, I, I think it will eventually be great just not right now and, and you gotta <laughs> I think too you gotta look at the price of the Series S and if Playstation 5 is the same price as the as the Xbox Series X right well for less than that console, you can get the S and a year of Game Pass. Oh, yeah. For cheaper than you can get the Xbox Series X. I oh, mean, yeah. You've got a, you for a Christmas present, man, you got that kid set for the whole year. Grandma is a hero. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah. So, all right. Next up, Online Tech Tips, who is at OTT underscore ACIK. Uh, AKIC on Twitter. You can also find their website if you look for it. Uh, the prices are really very fair. A good deal for the hardware, plus combined with Game Pass, it might be the best deal in gaming right now. Yep. All right, you want to hit yeah. up our oh, friends yeah. at Budget Arcade Podcast. All right, Budget Arcade states, uh, pricing seems fair, but without all the stats on the hardware, it's hard to know for sure. Oh, I uh, gave now, them some stats. Oh, yeah, so there's a lot of stats here. Now, I do understand where they're coming from because we really don't have a lot of the stats on the PS5. I mean, we have a good bit of it. Right. Um, just not everything so far. Yeah. <laughs> well, I gave them stats on the Xbox. Cause I think that was... I, didn't, I don't think they knew the Xbox stats were released yet. <laughs> uh, and Budget Arcade also states that, you know, that's 
uh, okay, that's stupid that the digital only uh, only has a smaller hard drive. I, I do kind of agree with that because, I mean, 512, I mean, that is... Uh, there that, is a rumor so going around that there's a digital version with a bigger hard drive. However, you could also just get the add-on hard drive. So that's what I was going to say. If they have like a bundle where you could get that add-on hard drive to where you put that terabyte add-on in there mm-hmm. as well as the 512, that's awesome. Because, But the problem is, is with that 512, you have to delete games and then re-download. And not everybody has awesome gigabit internet to download those games super fast. I already so, do that with my Xbox One X that actually has a terabyte hard drive added to it. I delete oh, yeah. things back on all the time. Oh, yeah. yeah. And so, I mean, like, let's say you get tired of all the games you have on that 512 gigabyte hard drive and you want to download some new ones. It's going to take you all day. Well, right. with with some people's. Yeah. All right, next up we have the Midwest Meltdown Podcast. It says, <laughs> Yawn, tell me when PS5 gets in here. <laughs> Just kidding. But I think it's fairly priced, but should be a discount if Halo keeps getting delayed. Oh. <laughs> so uh, Grief, Grief Burrito comes in and says, You can't discount because a game is delayed. Uh, if anything, that'd make it more expensive because they've extended costly dev time and not making sales back. Then Lit Gaming Arena podcast comes in. I want Halo Infinite for free. Oh, wait. I have Game Pass. True. Nice one. <laughs> it, by the so way, then, Grief uh, Burrito is a podcast. They're actually a pretty good podcast, too. Gaming podcast. So then... Uh, Grief Burrito also goes on to state that I'm impressed, I think. Uh, I like the look of the new hardware, and from the information that's been sneaked out to us, a friend at Microsoft, they seem like they won't disappoint. Um, they're, they're dropping, you see that? They're dropping some rumors on us. Hey they man, have a so friend I, at Microsoft. I forgot. Um, I actually found and lost uh, a leaked uh Microsoft, uh, I guess, presentation that basically talked about, or I didn't get to watch it because at work, my internet is 0. 0.09 <laughs> megabits per second. So I didn't get to watch it, but it was a leaked, yeah, it was a leaked presentation that apparently was supposed to have all the pricing and everything in mm-hmm. that they just scrapped and put everything out in tweets. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next up, we have uh, BP Level Up, uh, which is a podcast. They're at BP Level Up on Twitter. They say, great price points all allows people of all financial situations to get into next gen. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, man, oh, this you- next one's a new one. Spy Hards podcast, which is about spies. Ooh. <laughs> both accessible in their own way, I think it's a very smart move on Microsoft's point. I still believe digital copies of games should be marginally cheaper than their physical counterparts at launch, however. I firmly agree with this. I've been saying this for years. If more people would get onto digital sales, then they cut out the middleman, you wouldn't have import taxes, you wouldn't have... Uh, them costing more due to supplies, all the plastic, all the CDs, all the printing, everything like that. But then, the more you think about it, are these companies actually going to cut down on the price when they cut the middleman out? I think indies do. I think that's about it. I think there's a 
there's already a something in our mind that determines oh this is a $60 game oh this is a $30 game and mm-hmm. we don't want to pay $70 for a game we found out but Ugh. technically with inflation we've been paying far more than that in the past alright uh, next up is at kmuff84 who streams on twitch uh, he says honestly not surprised on the xbox series x price with how much and well things are put into this, I think it's fair. The Xbox Series S, I feel, will be the most bought, though, price for one. I feel people would want smaller size, too. It's not much of a downgrade from the X, but it provides them to have the upgraded system for a lower price. And just having a smaller bit of a step down and no disc to worry about as well, I think Xbox should have waited a tad to release, but they will, you know, outsell PlayStation. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, he's making a, he's taking a guess at it. Ooh. Ooh we'll, we'll see. We'll, we'll see, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, this is a little off topic, but uh, if you look at the sales for PlayStation versus Xbox, um, I, I think that a lot of sales basically come from people who were like hey uh i want to play fifa or i want to play madden what system are you playing it on and so that their friend will be like oh well i'm playing it on xbox or oh well i'm playing it on playstation i think that influenced a lot of people last generation well you know what just happened though right what's that ea play is now part of game pass dude don't get me started on that EA Play is part of Game Pass. That's a that's a dirty underhanded move, I think. Dude. Like in the console wars, you. that's it's like oh man, now that that's going to hit the people that are like super involved in sports. Oh yeah. So, yeah. Well, if they pay enough attention to it. Oh, I that, think that's that was, gonna be I think that's gonna be everywhere soon. Because that was, that was another thing that I, I, I had never thought of until I watched um, a video online about uh, casual gaming and the people who only play the sports games. These are the kind of people that don't realize that you have to pay a yearly subscription to play stuff online. These are the people that don't realize um, every year that it's just an updated roster in these mm-hmm. games. You know, that, that so these are also the kind of people that aren't going to be looking into game pass or ps now so if microsoft is really going to have to put that out there not on just gaming websites they're going to have to put that on all kinds of websites be like hey on xbox game pass you get the ea play as well also ea you know so much of their profit comes from uh, DLC and microtransactions even though EA Play is part of Game Pass now I guarantee you those microtransactions in those games are not yeah oh yeah definitely <laughs> I think that's where they're going to get the money from personally alright you want to hit up at uh, the Goomba on Twitter dude Tony man at the Goomba his Twitter is amazing oh it's man. fantastic everybody needs to check that out uh, the cheaper Series S is insane value for money. If you were a casual Call of Duty FIFA only gamer, I can't think of a better option. It's true. It's I mean, those true. games are those games are still going to look good on the Series S. And they're still pushing for 120 frames per second on that system. 
and and the people the people that are the casual Call of Duty and FIFA fans aren't going to care about 4K. I guarantee <laughs> you. <laughs> All right. So our next one. This is the this is the last one from Twitter, I believe. This one was just too good. So whenever we get a good long string of uh, comments, we have to bring it over to Lamer Theater to act out properly the um, what has been said. So we asked our friends over at Lit Gaming Arena Podcast and at LGA Code on Twitter, what style of Lamer Theater did they want? And they asked for transatlantic film noir so the funny thing is we actually gave them the options of european or western which we are very good at doing um but yeah so they chose transatlantic and for those of you who don't know what transatlantic the transatlantic accent is uh it's one of the only accents ever that was uh manufactured yeah (laughs) i guess you could say um basically a combination of british and american accents because they wanted the movies to play to both of those um i guess markets and not be too confusing to both my historian wife's shaking her head yes at me so i think i said the right thing so the best way to think about it is like your um gangster noir movies with all the the meow saying yeah (laughs) <laughs> All right, let's let's see how bad this is, or maybe All it'll right, be fantastic. So, so who are you going to be, and who am I going to be? Uh, I'll I'll hit up Lit. Okay, so you're going to be Lit Gaming Arena Podcast, and I'm going to be at LG Code. All right, here goes. It's still boggling in my mind how cheap they are. I didn't expect the Series X at four ninety nine. I definitely didn't expect to see the cheaper version to only be two ninety nine. It almost makes you forget about the lack of release games that will be out and who the real murderer is. Man, call me when they make a Stadia done. Or, I'm sorry, a Stadia clone for Project xCloud. Call it the Xbox Series M. S for small, M for mini slash micro. Man, see? Oh, they call it Xbox on that one, too. Well, they have a console for you. It's called your phone. Oh, I've been using the xCloud's beta on my phone for some time. It's good, but... Needs to be on a bigger screen to couch potato in front of. I'm sure you can relate. (laughs) Tried casting my phone to the TV. Definitely does not work. LOL. Get an OTG cable. That should fix the problem. Get your jank solutions out of here, LOL. It's not jank if it's supposed if it's supported by your phone manufacturer. It's an NVIDIA Shield jank for connecting to your TV. It's just an Android phone without its own screen. Yes, it's jank because you just listed a dedicated device, which is exactly what I want. I don't want my phone tied up to the cords of the TV so I could game and use my phone still. So, why not just get an NVIDIA Shield tablet and use OTG with that? Then you have a multi-purpose device. I've also included a picture for you to help uh, reinforce this. That is uh, showing a uber-strong doggo in a sad one that says, Strong doggo, a full-featured Android tablet gaming experience? Weak doggo, a device with no screen that just plays xCloud games. Meow. With the full price, uh, with the, the full-featured price, might as well get a Series S at that point. 
Well, that's exactly my point. It's not super marketable. Hardly anyone even uses a standalone Chromecast anymore. That stuff is built into TVs and AV receivers now. That's where I believe something like xCloud will go. No point in R&D. No point to R&D a box for it. Look how it worked out for Steam. Yeah, that could be cool. I think you're overestimating how many people have standalone smart TVs, though. I'll be rocking my Chromecast and dumb TV until they die. Well, my boomer parents have a smart TV for years. Actually, I believe they're on their second one. I still have my dumb TV, but it seems like I'm well behind in the TV space. So, so that that was and Lamer Theater. Scene. In scene. God. <laughs> yeah, expert thespians here over at the Lamer Gamers podcast. <laughs> Shane. Uh, right, so that is it for the uh, Twitter lamers. Well, let's move over to the Discord lamers. So we have a mixture of GW Discord and Texas Discord comments, and then we'll end the show. So first up, we have Owen Koenig says, the Series S is a very good price point. It will put both Sony and Nintendo both at a disadvantage in regards to pricing. I think Nintendo yeah. don't care. Uh, there, there's rumors going around that there's a 4K Nintendo coming up that have been around since before Nintendo Switch released. Yeah. Look, as much as I would love that, we'll see. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right let's see here. Drufus states uh, they did exactly what every company should do: a budget version and the real version. Maybe even a sweaty boy version <laughs> if they wanted. I don't know what that means. It's so stupid to not have at least the affordable one for people like me who want the console for, like, one game. I want a PS5 for DES. I don't know what DES is. I should know. Watch out for this next word. <laughs> <laughs> but I could get messed up to pay 400 plus just for one game. Yeah. Oh, my God. What is... What is DES? I I have no idea. He's a big fan of the Demon's Souls born kind of game, so maybe it's in there. Oh, okay. Maybe it's Demon Souls. Yeah. All right. Ooh, this okay. is a big Okay. This is a long one. One-handed shoulder says. I think the real star of the show is Xbox All Access with its stupidly low subscription price model that will likely capture the interest of folks who otherwise would have not gone with Xbox. Not even the Series X, but that $25 a month for 24 months that includes the Series S, Live Gold, and Game Pass. It's almost the video game bargain of the century. I think Sony are sweating themselves because Microsoft's are go <laughs> going totally all in into garnering more games <laughs> both casual and hardcore to game on their platform and it's clear the series s is meant for casual gamers while the series x is for hardcore ones i think microsoft are being so aggressive with pricing that they will be losing money on each console sold but oh for sure oh yeah they gotta be losing money but are betting on the additional services like game pass are all access to recoup these other costs um, oh yeah. Between Nvidia launching the RTX 3000 of uh, series of GPUs and what Microsoft are doing for Series S and X, Sony has to really think hard about their pricing as well as how to be as competitive with PS Plus and PS Now. Uh, I'll even throw Nintendo in the mix because at $300, the Switch will be as expensive as the Series S. And I think for a lot of gamers, both casual and hardcore, it'll make the Switch a more difficult sell for some, despite those bulletproof nintendo franchises now i the last I, i've been kind of uh, unhappy with recent nintendo releases 
Although I'm yeah. really looking forward to Hyrule Warriors. Dude, uh, don't even get me started. It's um, it's going to be amazing. All right. A price drop, I think, is in order to maintain their current momentum with both their systems, plus shelling out their uh, quality titles they're known for. Like them or hate them, Microsoft, I believe, are disrupting the industry in ways we haven't seen before, especially with their subscription model. And it could have it could have both benefits and consequences for the future of an industry as as a whole. Yeah. Okay. So that really was something I was going to bring up. the The industry as a whole. If Microsoft does this and the industry crashes, it's going to be like. 1982 or 83 all over again because of the stupid E.T. Atari game. Yeah. Crashed the whole market for video games. Ugh. Um, Another thing I wanted to bring up, like the whole um, Xbox All Access, um, if you get the Series X with their All Access, which includes the console, uh, games with gold and Game Pass, you are going to spend twenty dollars less at the end of it than what the console would cost. But for the Series S, the cheaper version, you would actually spend sixty dollars less when all is said and done for the console. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you want to hit this last person? All right. So Texas Discord. This is Palif. Uh, I'm quite pleased with it. I'm wondering if they're selling them at a loss to capture market share later uh, or if the components are inferior, but it's still a great bargain. Yeah. 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 We'll, we'll have to see. We'll see because uh, hopefully... uh, Xbox has been kind of known for um, inferior launch products. Uh, let's, ho- let's hope we don't get that red ring of death yeah. because um, that happened to me with the 360. And I was not happy about that. All right. Well, that's it. Uh, Thanks for listening to the show, everybody. We will be back next week. We will do another round of the news. We will have lamer awards. We'll have bonus points. We don't know what it is yet. And maybe some gaming impressions. Depends on if we have time for any games. Uh, And we'll kind of, I guess, see y'all there. You'll hear us then. You got anything else, Rowdy, before we end the show? No, man. That's going to be it. All right, guys. We will see you next week here at the official podcast for the lamers and working cat class gamers at the lamer gamers podcast.